Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! Well, today we're going to be discussing Lord of Scoundrels, a Regency Romance. By Loretta Chase. By Loretta Chase, who's really an OG, an OG of the... Yeah, I mean, this book is on, like, every list of best of, so I hope you're excited to talk about it. I mean, as excited as I am because, you know, I was ready. I've been waiting all week. I think I finished it on Tuesday. So this is one of your favorites. I mean, I've never read it before until today, until this week. Yeah, and yes, it might be going up there in my favorites. Oh, I loved it. I didn't even want it to end. Yeah. I was, like, reading it late at night. Yeah, did it like really move you? Oh, it was just so good. I just loved it. Titillating and all. I mean, it had that too. It was just, but just the heroine is great. Mm-hmm. The hero is suitably tortured, but yet easily won over. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you what, think? What every woman <laughs> dreams of a really deeply <clears throat> um, wounded and troubled. Uh, man, a hobgoblin, they described him as. Yeah, I mean, I didn't who love that. Turn, who you could turn into just the most uh, fierce animalistic lover. And really what's important is that she was forced to do it, really. She wasn't. She, I mean, she was forced by her circumstances. To- Not like in some of the books. I mean. I mean, she got proposed marriage and then agreed to it in order to spite him. Yeah. So, so that's I different. would say I would say that that's, that's different from being forced. Well, she's doing it because she's like she's like forced into the circumstance where she's going to agree to marry him cuz under normal circumstances she would never countenance letting such an animal be her lover. No, she wanted him from the beginning. She was definitely she wanting didn't him. Want it. She didn't she, want him to be. He was just so mean and just terrible. Yeah, and exactly. we only felt okay about it because we knew he had had a tortured childhood. I don't know if I was ever okay with it. Well, I'm just saying that's how you could let him be redeemed is because he yeah. had this like tortured childhood. And so you knew that. You knew that the two trollops on his lap when she busted into the room, it was no biggie, I mean, you can tell this is an old book, right? Because there's a lot of, like, um, language that you might not use today. You wouldn't? No. Why not? Well, I mean, the way they referred to the sex workers, Mm -hmm. that was, like, not okay. Oh. Yeah. Or like they all were always talking about him being dark and the mom being dark and stuff, and that's not okay either. Well, no, because they were saying it like bad, like dark is bad. Mm. But it didn't matter. I still enjoyed the romance of it all. We were still just swept up in the romance, huh? I was, but so you didn't like it. It I wasn't mean, on your top five. No, I thought it was good. I um, enjoyed it. I do think it's like ridiculous. Of course, I mean it's like, like terms, maybe the most ridiculous in, in terms some of ways. like. <laughs> I mean, she shot him. I think what it does is it instructs me in all the things you don't want me to be reaffirmed in. All the bad traditional ideas about romance that you've been trying to like 
deprogram me from believing in this just reinforced all those ideas i mean do i need to go through the list <laughs> no there was an actual fight probably at, the biggest fight at, at like, like literally right when they get married. biggest fight that we might have had in the whole usually it's just like a punch but they actually got into a fight specifically because the other man insulted her yeah <laughs> exactly but still mm-hmm. i mean I just, there was like some emotional work that the author did that all the romances don't have and like how she kind of understood him and didn't even let it, like she was like, I'm going to just keep working at it. I'm not going to get all dramatic about the, my, you know, husband's husband's emotional challenges. Hmm. And he didn't even know he had those emotional challenges like every, you know, toxic masculine mm-hmm. hero. Yeah. Yet she's very attracted to those toxic max- masculine traits. It's it's No, she's just attracted paradox. to him. But when she describes what she's attracted to, it seems like the toxic masculine. There was a image. little bit. No, it was simply his... Um, his penis Physique. size. She didn't, no. She did mention it. I've got it highlighted. I'll, I'll read that. But, for I mean, he was very worried about that, too. Remember, he didn't want to get, he didn't want to make love because he was worried that she was too small and he was too big. And he I'm was, not sure that's exactly why. Oh, that's what I thought it was. Well, I mean, he was worried about that. But I think she let other things happen instead, right? Well, yeah, but he was going to, but then he, you know, stopped himself because he saw himself as just too big and too, like, hard and bad for her because she was just so perfect. Too big and hard? I didn't mean it like that, like, too big of a guy and just too, like, you know, unattractive because he Uh had, he kind of had low Mm self-esteem in some ways. Funny. And then when they did it, didn't seem to have any problem whatsoever. Nope. It was just amazing, uh-huh. as it should always be in a romance. So let's uh, raise a glass to one okay, of your favorite what do we romance have? novels. I love that you set it up by saying it's one of your favorites. Mm, what is this? It's good. It's a... Disarono sour. Oh, I can see that. It's pretty sour. I was like, it has something sour in it. Mm-hmm. But what is that? It's an Italian liquor. Oh, for his Italian heritage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's for you. Oh, I appreciate it. I mean, I could have just pretended like I didn't like it, but I mean, it was so fun. And maybe it was just because it was so welcome after reading Anna Karenina yeah. for three weeks. Mm-hmm. To just get to read this in like two days. Yep. And want to keep reading and it ending happily and, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I can see that, but it's 1995. So you got to think it's going to have some of those old romance tropes that I'm saying mm-hmm. are maybe a little bit, we're like beyond them now a little bit, but it has some of those, of course, but I still, it was just such a fun read. I can't believe you don't think it was just so fun to just see what was going to happen. Well, I mean, what I saw was 
a woman who is aroused, extremely aroused by toxic masculine traits. No, 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 no. So what did she see redeeming in him? He was like a, what was he known as, Beezlebub? Was that what he was known, Lord Beezlebub? Yeah, because he was like the devil. He yeah, was like because bad, bad, he, just uh He just was with lots of horrors. and like and just terrible, just totally. And gambling and dissolute and. Yeah. So, all those so, things. But what did she see deep down in him when she was, like she went back to her grandmother and said she was very attracted to him sexually? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting that it started with that, like so immediately. Mm-hmm. Um well, Loretta is very ahead of her time. Yeah. You know, she's really trying to make it about the woman's agency, not about... Oh, right. That's what I liked. Yeah. It wasn't like what I expected, which was much more of like a Judith McNaught where there was like this, just like the guy just was so demanding and the woman started out just so demure and like, even though there was a little bit of that, like she held her own the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was always able to twist back whatever he was trying to do on him, and he was, like, a little bit powerless to stop that. Mm. So I like that about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she – I mean, it was really shocking. You didn't – even. I've said it twice, and you didn't really take me up on it, but when he, like, ruins her because he's just such a jerk because he's so wounded by his past, and he immediately thinks the worst of her – he didn't ruin her. He tried to ruin her, but she she turned it back on him somehow. I, I need a little explanation. So she he tries to ruin her, but he doesn't. But like there are people who see it and they try to like pressure. So she would have been ruined. She would have been cast but, but out then, of society. But then she was there such a thing as really like trying to sue somebody for like that's well, maybe did. that's what she did. I was like, that's interesting. I've, I've never, never seen heard. that happen, okay, but I so like it. I assume that that was something you knew about. But that was after she shot him. And like. Yeah, that was a whole thing that I just glossed over. I know, but that's like so bizarre. Aren't you like, what? What is going on? That was weird, yes. I mean, I've read a lot of romance novels and that shocked me. I was so confused when that happened. Right. I had to go back and read it again to be like, wait, she shot him? Right. What is happening here? And then he's like bleeding out, but then he's like, and then she's suing him on top of it. Like, how does she not get in trouble for, I didn't understand how she didn't get in Because in France him. at the time, it was just a hysterical woman who had been mistreated, so they wouldn't press charges against her. I think this is all, this is just all made up stuff. I just don't believe any of this stuff. I don't know. I was like listening to a podcast about the book. I and- mean, then she's also suing. I've never heard of like people suing each other for like, you know, ruining your reputation. Well, I like the idea better than just getting married. Like two thousand a month was going to be yeah. the maintenance, and I was like, "What is going on? Is that a real thing?" Did it they could do be. That? You didn't look it up. I didn't look it up. I just went with no, it. No, I just assumed you know about this stuff because I didn't. Well, even I mean, know. this had stuff I've never seen. I've never seen that. I've never no. seen the the shooting like that. Um, and he might be the worst of the heroes I've read about in terms of his lifestyle prior so tell to me, love. So tell me what she found redeeming since you th- seem to think that there's something else that she really she saw in She saw his what brokenness and How? the fact. How? 
She didn't know anything about it. There was like a look in his eye. (laughs) What? His uncertainty. And he was smart. Like they engaged. You remember they were like bantering back and forth in the antique shop. Um, I mean, at first I did think that. There's nothing. "Mm, What's going on? There's nothing. She doesn't know anything about him. She doesn't know about his past. And she does not read that he was an abused child in his eyes. Yes. Well, she reads that something happened to him that he no. wasn't as... You're just making that up Remember, because she was going to reject the marriage, and then she looked at him and saw his hesitancy and said... You know what you're doing right I'm now? I'm not going to say no. You know what you're doing right now? What am I doing? You've got these deeply primal feelings as a member of the XX chromosome in the world. You've got these deep feelings that you just want a man... Who's strong, tall, <laughs> dark, and handsome? But he wasn't will, even handsome. He was will, just handsome to her. Who will have his way with you? Yeah, ha- handsome to her. That's all that matters. Have his way with her, um, and you want to justify it. So you're just you're reading stuff that wasn't in there. She didn't read anything into his eyes. There's there literally there's is no a evidence. line with that. Like there's literally a line where she sees in his eyes something more. E-Y-E-S, right? Yes. There's something, right? When they're doing, when he's proposing. Hmm. Obsidian eyes, blue eyes, blue eyes. Close my eyes. She didn't shut her eyes. Gray eyes, pale blue eyes. Ah, gray eyes. Your eyes, she said, her gaze perfectly steady, are very black. Intellect tells me they must be merely dark brown, but the illusion is overpowering. It has nothing to do with knowing his emotional makeup. She's like in love with his black eyes. Yes, at first she starts out physical, but then she sees in him more than what he's ever let people see before. And she wants to, like, love him. And he hasn't been loved. You're, 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 if you want to read that into it, there's no evidence of supporting that reading. Of, there is. I just went through all the, I'm way past the eyes stuff, and they're already together. So there's nothing. She did not no, see anything. it was anything. in the proposal. Let me see. I'm looking for it. It hardly matters what you think of me, said Dane. There are only two choices. And if you're waiting for me to make it more palatable by falling to my knees and begging for your hand, Jess, you may wait until judgment day, he added with a laugh. She heard it then. Okay, so it's not the eyes. Faint but recognizable. She'd heard it before. In boyish, oh yeah, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now you have to read it. You have to read that whole thing. In boyish boasts and taunts, the small discordant note of uncertainty beneath the laughter. She swiftly reviewed the words he'd uttered and wondered if that was all his pride would allow him to say. Masculine pride was an exceedingly precious and fragile item. That was why males built fortresses about it, practically from infancy. I'm not afraid, boy said, laughing when they were sick with terror. 
They laughed off flogging and pretended to feel nothing. They also dropped rodents and reptiles into the laps of little girls they were infatuated with and laughed in that same uncertain way when the little girls ran away screaming. His proposal was perhaps the equivalent of a gift of a reptile or rodent. If she indignantly Could she have anything it, he more, would laugh and tell himself more that was stereotypically toxic masculinity than taking a dead animal. She likens the proposal to taking a dead animal and trying to gross out a little girl. Well, that's, that's what she a, likens it to do. Is that not toxic that masculinity? That is, because you know that whole idea that boys are mean to girls they like and tease them, you know, we're like reject that because. It is toxic because boys shouldn't be treating girls like that. So something primal. I, I'm getting, I'm starting to I'm starting to form a picture from all these romance novels of what women really want. You know, they don't want a cinnamon bun. Is that what they call cinnamon it? roll? A Some cin- people do. No, they don't. Women want a hobgoblin. Who will have his way with them. That's what they want. It's like the memes say. You want somebody to choke you and do all sorts of bad things to you and then cuddle you afterwards. That's what you want. That that's is what I, That's what my memes, that that's is what my memes all say. My memes, that's extreme. My memes tell me something. It's a, it's a unit of cultural information. That's extreme. Uh, is it extreme? Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Is it? So now you're saying, now you're making judgments on the people who. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not. So it's not extreme. Well, it's not, but it is an exaggeration of what most people are looking for, I think. I mean, there is something maybe, I don't know if primal that just is, is like very dramatic about you want someone who's just going to like. Tear your clothes off. <laughs> And like break the fan of all the other people you were gonna dance with. I mean, that's so bad. You liked that. It's so bad, but yet like there is something about knowing that he really does want to be with her, and he just isn't admitting it. But I mean, at the same time, it's bad because like that possession and stuff, you know, is bad. But yeah, what did you think about the refrain that she had, where she kept on saying "mine." <laughs> Well, that what do you is, think about that? But the thing is, I liked that. Oh, you like that? Was, no, you like no. her possessive spirits? But I liked that they were equally like feeling like they were in control. You know, like she never complimentary felt, pathologies. If you will. like, they felt like they did. Yeah, they felt complimentary. Like it didn't feel like one had the upper hand, even though, like, obviously, legally, physically, he did. But it felt like she was her own person. Like, she did, you're right, like, she had agency in this book, it felt like. Well, I think that's, I can see why you like it, because you're a pretty, um, pretty innocent person. You haven't, like, had a lot of, like, darkness or bad things happen to you. And, And you like it that way, but you're still willing to... You, you don't act innocent, I guess, is the way I'd say it. Like, you still, you're not a rube. Like, you're not, you don't, you wouldn't be taken advantage of, likely. Right. Even though. I'm it's still. Not, it's not like you've come about it by, like, forged in the fires of, like, 
a harsh life experience. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Right. But she, and she's just like tough. Mm hmm. She is like she's smart. She's tough. She's like even though making she, her own way. It wasn't way. forged in like some harsh not terrible. I mean, she had to take care of people, but she wasn't having like a terrible life. You I mean, know? She was still gentry, right? Exactly. Gentry and she well, she has land. Usually, is what that means, and they have some property. But she was like self sufficient too. You know, like she was pretty mm-hmm. strong. I like that, and I like that she was just always kind of managing him, even though he thought he was. So big and tough, but she was kind of like managing, mm-hmm. constantly managing him, and he would get so mad about it. Mm-hmm. Is I, that what you think our relationship's like? You're just managing me? No. I mean, of course, there's always some management going on. Always but, some. Yeah. You know, always some. You got to manage the relationships. Mm-hmm. But I liked it because I like that when I always think it's funny to me. It's the kind of like little, it's not comedy but it's kind of humorous to me when she you know she's like telling him he's like high strung and emotional Mm -hmm. and he's all like no 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 i can never but it makes it's funny to me (laughs) i like that yeah well i mean i will say it was pretty well written i was wondering i thought it was too actually Mm -hmm. i noticed at least like hmm. yeah i mean you know good uh 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 a variety, like a, a broad diction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think her, you know, it was it was sparse, like her, like it was sparse sentences, very tight. Yeah, but um, pretty, you know, broad diction. They had like some references to classical literature. Mm-hmm. They had French and Italian. Yeah. A good amount. So it wasn't without like thinking that the author is pretty smart. I I thought so too. Like I noticed. And she did right. that thing that I feel like you sometimes like where she would have like one sentence that told you like all these things yeah. um, about what was going on. Yeah, let, let me tell. So let me guys. Have you have an pa- example? Some passages. I mean, she had like metaphors and st- similes no, in there. No, I just want to let the listener, all the listeners, oh. all the many people who are <laughs> listening to this podcast, um, know about, you know, what it sounds like to read this book. So we'll start with this one. Sebastian was initiated into erotic mysteries on his 13th birthday. Remember this passage? Okay, there was lots of other stuff in this Wardell book. and Mallory, the boy who'd advi- advised privy drinking prime Sebastian with gin, blindfolded him, dragged him hither and yon for an hour or more, then hauled him up a flight of stairs to a musty-smelling room. They stripped him naked and for, and after removing the blindfold, left locking the door behind them. The room contained one reeking oil lamp, a dirty straw mattress, and a very plump girl with golden ringlets, red cheeks, and large blue eyes, and a nose no bigger than a button. She stared at Sebastian as though he were a dead rat. He didn't have time to guess why. Though he'd shot up two inches since his last birthday, he still looked like a hobgoblin. That's like repeated many times. I know, it's so bad. It's so terrible. And then it goes on and it talks about what exactly happened in the room. Well, there was that, yeah. I mean, just we're just supposed to understand what his life is and where he's coming from. Like, he is... Just like 
living a life without morals. Mm -hmm. He not only behaved like a monster, albeit never quite badly enough before authority figures to be expelled, but he had become one he had become one in physical fact, well over six feet tall and every inch dark and brutally hard. Oh <laughs> that must have given you a little tingle no, when you read that. Like- you must have been like, ooh. No, I, I mean, like they didn't describe that. him as, like, Dark and hard. Dark and oh, hard. <laughs> they talked about But that was supposed muscles. to make him, like, he was, again, without morals, without softness in his life, without emotions, mm. and he was dark. Like, they were constantly saying he was dark. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't. Just scrumptious. They weren't trying to make him sound handsome, Peter. Dane was just oh, scrumptious. Stop. He just wanted a piece of that Dane. <laughs> stop. He sold everything that wasn't entailed, settled the debts, reorganized the backward financial system, dismissed the secretary, steward, and family solicitor, installed replacements with brains, and told them what was expected for them. Then he took one last ride through the moors. <laughs> he hadn't seen since <laughs> childhood and departed for Paris. Some more moors. There's moors yeah, involved. Yeah, gotta have the moors because he's like a dark brooding hero. Yes. That was one of the reasons Jessica received so many marriage offer- offers. Jessica is the love interest. Right, right. The, yes. fi- the firecracker of a uh, gentry. Firecracker of an innocent, really. Yeah. An average of six per annum, even at present, when she ought to have been on the shelf wearing a spinster's cap, but she'd been, she'd be hanged before she'd marry and play broodmare to the rich titled oaf or before she'd done dowdy caps for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. She's her own person. She's not just going to get married for no reason. And then she just sees this guy who's a monster and just can't help herself. She's just just going to change him. Just melts on the inside. Because they were just meant for each other. Women don't have a sense of humor, Bertie said. They don't need one. The Almighty made them as a permanent joke on men, from which one may logically deduce that the Almighty, the Almighty is a female. Did you like that? Mm-hmm. You know, I do love some good banter mm-hmm. right there. Men are ignorant brutes, is what she said. But what's on the outside is not always what's on the inside. And a swift, fierce heat swept Lord Dane from the crown of his head to the toes in his champagne buffed boots. The heat was immediately (laughs) succeeded by a cold sweat. That doesn't happen. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's just not the way it works. That's not how it works. Men do not have a fierce heat that go from the crown of your head to the toes. It of doesn't? No. no. No? Are you sure? I am a rake, like good old <laughs> Lord Dane. I think I would know by now if that would happen. I don't think it happens. Well, they always describe women that way, so, you know. There is heat in one location. Right, but maybe true. she wanted to be sensitive and talk about the whole body and not just that. Yeah, I one think that location. happens. To, I think that happens to women. I just don't think it happens to men. Just so you know, uh, maybe it was he was just so overcome that it was spreading out from that one location just so much. No, no. no. 
Bertie had told her Dane was a very large man. She had half expected a hulking gorilla. She had not been prepared for a stallion. <laughs> I remember Big that and splendidly proportioned and powerfully muscled. If what his snug trousers outlined was any indication. Woo! I know, like right away, she's just... She's just checking out his member. But, you know, she just owns that from the very beginning for such an innocent. She is like, I want him. Mm-hmm. She is not... You know, you know how that is. I do, it's baby. same for you. <laughs> I do. But she didn't, like, a lot of these books, you know, the girl won't know and won't. Mm. But not her. I'm not short-sighted, my lord, she said, taking the watch from him. You're quite right. It is a fellow, her lover, apparently, for he seems to be performing a lover's service for her. Do you remember that part? Yeah, it was like a watch. Yeah, I was like, maybe we should start collecting little little naughty watches or something. That's what you were thinking? That's what I thought. I was like, that's kind of weird. But it's kind of funny to me. Oh, this isn't the first time I've ever read this I in a book. I didn't know that you were into that. Well, I'm not. I haven't ever been into it, but I was like, that's funny. Maybe we should start doing that. <laughs> and one day when we die, our kids or our grandkids will, like, find the collection of watches. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure they'd be worth something. All right. Yeah, like 1700s French mm-hmm. watches. So you liked her. What did you think of the relationship between the woman and her grandmother? I mean, I don't know how realistic it is, but I enjoyed it because they like, you know, she was like her partner because her life seems Girl like, power. it seems like her life would have like been that? lonely without her grandmother. And mm-hmm. so then, yeah, together they did have this like girl power that is not typical. Mm-hmm. Dane, in short, had no trouble distinguishing between fantasy and reality. He had met Jessica Trent and felt perfectly normal lust. He lusted for virtually every attractive female he saw. He had a prodigious sexual appetite, inherited, he had no doubt, he had no doubt from his hot-blooded Italian horror oh, of a mother see, and her family. See, they said that kind of stuff. That is like, that would not be If he lusted out. for a whore, he paid her and had her. If yeah, he lusted I for mean, a respectable female, he found a whore as a substitute, paid her, and had her. That's so bad. He's just so bad. He's terrible. And so you just, but you were just like, oh, I'm just going to let that go because yep. he's too hot. To That's him. what you do in romance. No, he's so broken that you let it go because you know he's going to be redeemed in the end. Oh, that's all I have to do. Just say it's a fact of my brokenness. <laughs> If it's a part of my brokenness, then no, I'm not it, excusing it, but you just it's know forgiven. Well, you're reading a romance novel. It's not real. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not a schoolboy either," he said. "I recommend you save those slaying glances for the sorts of young sap skulls who respond to them." I like it because he can't. He's like he thinks he's you know not. He's immune to her, but he's not. But at the same time, he's like calling her on what she's doing too. So it's like they're just very good match for each other. They are. Cross, Miss Trent. They look exceedingly ill-tempered. 
I suppose it's an account of being virgins, of experiencing all the unpleasantness of breeding and birthing and none of the jolly parts. Speaking on behalf of all virgins everywhere, my lord, she said, leaning towards him a bit, I can tell you there's a host of jolly experience, one of them owing a rare work of religious art worth. Jolly oh, because they're talking about the icon yeah. that she found that was one like of them worth is a owning a rare work of religious art worth at the very minimum five hundred pounds. You like? Well, that's again. It's like a little bit interesting. It's like this icon, like this religious Russian icon that mm-hmm. they find that's worth a bunch of money, and that's another way that they end yeah. up together. And you know, that's kind of just an interesting idea and they actually take the time to talk about it and describe it and he wants it but he can't have it because she has it Mm -hmm. the flash of temper in her eyes should have glanced harmlessly off him instead it shot fast and deep and ignited an inner fuse he thought the fuse was anger he thought that if he had been a man he would have thrown if she had been a man he would have thrown her Straight against the wall, he thought that since she was a woman, he would have to find an equally effective way of teaching her a lesson. Ooh, that's going to mean a lot of sex. (laughs) Are they already (laughs) married by now? No. Oh, I was saying not. Uh, He didn't know that the lessons he wanted to teach her were those of Venus, not Mars. Ovid, Ars, Amarata, Amaratia. Not Caesar's de bello gallico. <laughs> That's what I mean. Right. Like, you know. Right. Like clearly she's like got at least some like mm-hmm. art history knowledge of the of Europe, the culture. She's and she's keeping it kind of intellectual. It was lovely. I had no idea Italian was so moving. I was talking about drains, he said tightly. I didn't know. Neither did anyone else, I'm sure. They all think you you were making love, she smiled. To nitwit Bertie Trent's spinster sister. I didn't like that line, actually. Nitwit Bertie? I know. They, like, made Bertie so bad. He's, like, so dumb and clueless. He's bumbling. Gullible bacon brain that he was. Birdie had no idea. And so they just, like, abuse him. I know, they do. That is not great. I will agree. But, like, the whole point of that scene is that he thinks he's going to ruin her, and she turns it around on him. And, like, he's like, ha-ha. Yeah, Yeah, they go back and forth. Yeah. He thinks he's going to ruin her, then she says that I'd like to see you try, and then he does try, and then... She, like, had there are people seeing. I didn't really understand. There They're were turning people, around uh, on her because, like, him. Because but I he don't understand this. how they can. Bec- but didn't he want, did he just not understand that, like, ruining her would, like, have consequences? He just didn't think that. Well, he didn't think he would care because he doesn't care about that. But he didn't care. He was just mad that she started suing him. But in his heart. Who cares? He wanted her to be his wife. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to love her. He just didn't know how. She wanted him. She just couldn't. She couldn't stop that. 
Well, he was a jerk. He, he was he not. Pining. He he. She would have been happy to have him, but he was a jerk, and mm. like that was terrible. When he like we're skipping forward, but like when they are, you know, overcome at the party, and they're kissing and everything, mm-hmm. and he hears people and thinks she set them up, and he's like, she's like, please don't leave me, please help me get out of here, and he just like walks out. I mean, that was. Just really horrifying. He deserved to be shot for that. (laughs) Which she did, so it was great. I don't understand. So he just, I mean, none of this makes any sense. It doesn't have to make sense. Just enjoy it. You understand that a man could do whatever. A woman, if she was seen in a relationship with a man of any kind, it was cause for scandal. He was saying that it was going to cause. But he was trying to ruin her. Do you think just doing that, just he could just ruin her, and then that would be it? Well, he was like, going to walk away. Okay, yeah. so then why, if people come in, is is he suddenly like, oh, I don't want to ruin you anymore? And I, I, this is you're setting this up. It, didn't he want other people to know that she was ruined? No, in that moment, remember he was overcome by his desire for her. And but he didn't wasn't, he just want to do No, that? he didn't actually want to ruin her. He was threatening her with ruin, like to get her to do whatever it was that he wanted. At that this moment, remember they danced, they went yeah. to, and they were together and. Oh, so romantic. And they were it? just overcome and they were like, he was genuinely into her. And then he thought she set him up. Because that had happened to him before, mm. where someone had set him up. You mean just when he had the son? No, that was different. Remember, there was the other setup where it was like the friend of Wardell. When Wardell died, his sister pretended to like him. And then like brought him out to the garden, and he kissed her on the cheek, and her whole family shot out and was like, you're going to marry her. Yeah. And then they wrote the contract, but it, he read it, and he realized it was just a ploy to like get him to pay all their debts, yeah. and so he left. Right. That's not the same as the son. That's a different one. Okay. That one, he actually liked her. He thought she liked him. Oh, okay. But she didn't. She just was using him. So then when they're making out in the wherever room they were in, he thinks she set, Jess set him up, which is clearly not true because Jess would never do that. But he is so, you know, he just has traumas and he automatically jumps to the worst conclusion. Mm. I mean, while Jess thinks he's going to actually do the right thing and help her out of that situation, and he doesn't, he just leaves. Mm. So he wasn't trying to ruin her in that moment. Oh, okay. He just... Just a troubled man. He was. She just knew it. She read it in his eyes, in his obsidian, dark, dark eyes, right? He had. She had in his. Mm-hmm. You read that breath. Be, be, if you if you read between the lines, that's exactly what happened, right? Yep. Well, we already know what's going on in his head. We know he's attracted to her and that he wants to be with her, but because we're seeing his point of view in this. Mm-hmm. Pardon one offense, Publilius had said, and you encourage the commission of many. It's true. Slippery but at the slope. same time, sometimes you have to forgive. Strewn about in chairs and sofas and sprawling over tables in various stages of 
dishevel about a dozen men, some she'd never seen before, some Vautry, Celebi, Goodridge she recognized. With them were a number of women, all members of the ancient profession. (laughs) Then her gaze lit upon Dane. He sat in an immense chair, a pistol in his hand, and two buxom trollops, one fair, the See, other that's dark, what I mean. like, in his lap. You never call them trollops. <laughs> they were staring at her like everyone else, seemed to be frozen in the same position they'd been in when she'd bust through the door. The darker female had apparently been in the act of tugging Dane's shirt from its waistband, while the other had evidently been assisting the process of unfastening his trouser buttons. I mean, it's just to show he's just totally... He had lots of orgies. He was just totally like, again, without morals. He was was just living this life of sin. I missed it. Missed my, my, could have been great in the 1820s. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Apparently they were just having orgies all over the place. No, they weren't. He was bad. He was a bad guy. Got like a bunch of... Aristocrats, yeah, I mean, that was the way people were. They didn't have any jobs. Hmm. They just were pursuing pleasure. What a a life, what a life. Well, it's terrible. (laughs) The only disturbing sensation she experienced was altogether a rational urge to rip those two strumpets' hair out by the dyed roots and break all their fingers. She told herself this was silly. They were merely businesswomen doing what they were paid for. She told herself she felt sorry for them, and this was why she felt so acutely unhappy. Yeah, again, it doesn't hold up in some ways, but... <laughs> and you're choosing all those lines to, well, to highlight. Chosen a, a variety of lines. This one's um, highlighted in pink. Damn and blast and confound you to hell, he roared. Why won't you leave me in peace, you plague and pestilence of a female? <laughs> You like that? Yeah, it's funny. And then he didn't care what he crushed or broke. He reached out and wrapped his monster hand about her waist and lifted her straight up until her wet, sulky face was even with his own. Was that hot? You just can't resist anymore. Was that hot when you read that? Like, his hand's so big, he just lifted her up. I mean, it's not really Did true you like or it? possible, but. Would you like it if it was no. possible? Are you sure? Yes. I think you would like it. <laughs> it was a primitive display, Jessica told herself. On the scale of social development, it was about one notch above hitting her over the and head. That's when with he a broke all the fans. And stick. dragging her away by her hair. Only Dane could get away with it, just as only he could clear the field of rivals simply by telling them without the smallest self-consciousness or subtlety to go away. He's just (laughs) such a brute, but she can't help herself with him. He went to work with speedy efficiency on the other glove. I must be besotted. What is besotted? Like, in love, like... I don't think overset so. with emotion. Like I'm strongly infatuated. Yeah. Intoxicated. Hmm. Interesting. We had talked about the difference between infatuation and true love. But this turns into true love. 
Mm-hmm. Starts out maybe with a little bit of infatuation. Did you like the whole glove? How? Yeah. Was that sexy? That was. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> he was big and dark and beautiful, and he smelled of smoke and wine and cologne and male. <laughs> with an <laughs> uppercase M. <laughs> did you like that? I don't remember like, that. Do you remember? Like, did you even... think, oh, yeah, I love smelling male? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you, you thought? I didn't think that. No, yeah. that did not come up for me. Oh, okay. Now she found that she'd never wanted anything so desperately in all her life as she wanted. A low voice sending shivers up and down her back and the lashing strength of his arms about her and his hard, depraved mouth crushing hers. Ugh, it just gets my heart beating fast. Are you heating up from the head to all the way to your toes? The crown of my head to the bottom of my toes. (laughs) That's what's happening. That's what I'm looking for now. There is no animal more invincible than a woman, Aristophanes had said, nor fire either nor any wild clat so ruthless. Yeah. Little Aristophanes I, thrown right. in there. So, I mean, these romance novelists are smart women. Mm-hmm. And then she's got this. She had a good idea of what arousal looked like. She'd seen some of Mr. Mr. Rowlandson's erotic engravings. She wished she hadn't. She didn't want so vivid an image of Dane doing with a voluptuous horror what the men in Rolandson's pictures That is the biggest problem with this whole thing is the constant use of that word. The dehumanizing language? Yes. It's so bad. Oh, that would never happen now. But it's like I still wanted to read the book, but. I mean, whatever. I think this is better than all the ones that are trying to like. Keep up with PC. <laughs> you orthodoxy. would think that, but this well, it's good. It's a good story. It's yeah. well written. It's well written. It's interesting. You don't know what's going to happen. There's no like v- constant verbal consent. Every other, every okay. other. But may I mean, may I touch your vagina? Please? Stop. No yes, one said may, that. No one said that. Vagina. No one said that. You're exaggerating. May I please touch the clitoris? Stop it. <laughs> A blood red stone for the brave girl who'd shed his blood and diamonds flashing fiery sparks because lightning had flashed the first time she'd kissed him. Was that like? Yeah, it was. Because he's, he's like, like being oh my, vulnerable now. You're like, like, oh my gosh, she's she's taming the beast. It is a Beauty and the Beast. You're right. Like this, We didn't talk about that. This is like a Beauty and the Beast story. Mm. Taming the beast. But he's being vulnerable because he, and it's just in that ring because he's not ready to say or do anything. But when he gives her that ring, you know. He had said that someone had to marry her because she was a public menace. And he supposed he was the only one big and mean enough to manage her. Do you like that? I mean. There is a difference between intellectual knowledge and practical experience, she said. I will admit I'm trifle anxious in the latter regard, yet you're not at all inhibited 
So I'm sure you will not be shy about instructing me. Did you like that? I didn't mind that. Because, again, she's not acting like, um, you know, like she's acting strong. And, like, she's like, I want to do this, but I'm going to be, I'm going to tell you that I don't know what I'm doing. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like her. I've never seen fights before, said Jessica. I've seen fights before, said Jessica, but never one on my account. Not that I expect yeah, they'll do I mean, much I damage. Knew you were I calculate tear that apart. they're evenly matched. Dane is bigger, of course, but he must fight one armed. And Ainswood is not only well bit, but drunk enough not to feel much. What's going to happen? I'm so scared. Her new husband was an animal. He'd been brawling in an inn yard like a common ruffian. He was dirty and spattered with Ainswood blood and sweating and stinking. That was in italics. He was also half naked. And the torchlights had given her a lurid view of what he'd intended to conceal in darkness. His gross blackamoor's body. <laughs> yeah, that. By now, she, you know, he's just so disgusting, but she wants him. It's like so hard for her to reconcile those two feelings. By now, she was probably clutching a chamber pot. No, that's what he thinks. He, she's like, oh, like thinking, oh, he's hot. And she's thinking, oh, I'm, he's thinking, I'm disgusting. How could he ever, mm -hmm. she ever want me? But she wants him. Casting up her accounts if she wasn't. That's what he thinks. And then yes. he's like so dumb. He's just so dumb. He goes and gets drunk instead of going to be with her. Ugh. Ugh. He's so dumb. He's just so dumb. I know what it's like. I've been there. Yeah. When my wife won't come to bed with me, I've been there many oh, times. Oh, stop. That's not the same. When she just wants to watch TV and not come to bed. I have not even watched TV wants in like to, three weeks. Wants to play her word games on her phone. I, I am trying to win the, the word game round. Mine, he thought. She was light and slender and curved. They're both calling each other mine. Over and over. I mean, and then there's are. a Don Juan. They're married. There's some Don Juan. They read stuff. aloud from Don. Oh, that was, I loved that. Oh my gosh. I mean, he's like reading aloud, or she's reading aloud, and he's mm -hmm. like listening and slowly unbending to come near her, and you just see her. Yeah. And her her boobs are twin moons, alabaster smooth okay, and well, white. Again, that whole white and dark. Mm. Mm. That's unnecessary, and like I would not write it that way. Super but. hot, the light and the contrast. No, isn't it? no, no, no. Super hot. Oh, yeah, that's what that I was is the thing too. that did not hold up. That was contrast. not like that whole. That's, she's so white. He's so dark. I was so attracted to you. I'm like very, very light. So what, they call it jungle fever. I think. Is what oh they my call gosh! It. You stop. No. <laughs> He drew a ragged breath. Another ragged breath. Yay, ragged breath. Woo. We're back to ragged breaths. What he had done had been very exciting and surprising, especially the last part when he'd made her have a little earthquake. He knew. Did you, did you like that? Were you like, oh, yeah. I mean, not her talking about the earthquake, but that she had one. Yeah, that's good. I mean, these, you know. Romance she didn't novels. know. She didn't, or did she know? She it knew earthquake? about them, but she didn't. Had never. She had heard it, of it. Yeah, yeah, she had heard of it. Her grandmother told her. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it was that same line. Thanks to her grandmother, Jessica was well aware of those extraordinary sensations did not always occur, especially early in marriage. Not all men took the trouble. Right. Hmm. But not Dane. Not Dane. He was just quite the animal in bed. He, he what all was. women want. That's what you take from this? I take that there are lots of dark things that women don't like to admit that they're attracted to, which they are. But he, with her, he was always, like, caring about her. This was not what we expect. We thought it might end up being one of those rapey ones, but it wasn't. I mean, yeah, there... I don't think that women don't want to have non-consensual sex because that's the definition. Like, if you don't want it, that would be non-consensual. Right, but then in this time, like, for a man to actually care that the woman was having pleasure was a big deal. I don't think we read one that it wasn't. Well, it's because it's a romance novel. That's the whole point. Right. What's romantic about some guy just coming in and, you know. I do want to read a book about the history of sex. Like, when did men in European Western history start caring about women's orgasms. Or maybe there were ebbs and flows. In it. Right, I assume there were ebbs cared. and flows, and it wasn't seen as proper for their wives, but they might with their mistresses. Doubt it. I think it's even less likely. Well, I know I've ref- heard that, like, that, like... Um, the mistresses got better sex. Because the it, the men thought it was, like, improper. And so they wouldn't do certain things with their wives. But in romance novels, obviously, like cunnilingus, yeah. What? Who's going to visit horrors to do cunnilingus? <laughs> That's crazy to me. I mean, I don't know. Mistresses, they're mistresses that they had these long relationships with, and so. I forget. Or like men wouldn't have no. their wives no. do that to them, like give them. I think. I think it was the Bill Clinton scandal. I think like there were. People from our grandparents' generation who didn't really know what oral sex was. Right. That's what it, it was not considered like, I don't think, acceptable. I think there were a lot. I think very recently there, this was so, not like a normal so thing. So maybe it was like they, maybe they weren't going to do that. But then there's the that. French. You think the French had to it. Maybe that's point. why French are known for being lovers because maybe they and were the Italians, more open right? to it. Well, that's kind of in this book, this idea that the French mm-hmm. and the Italians are more But that's what you think, but maybe not. I mean, you also think that about the Indians. The Indians have the Kama Sutra, but they're some of the most conservative Hmm. sexually people in the world. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we read a couple Indian-American romance novels, and they were very... Well, no, they actually weren't, because think about it, like Marriage Game and... Well, their families were very traditional. Oh, yeah, but I mean, you know, talking about ranged marriages and stuff. Yeah, but there was a lot of getting busy in both of the novels. Yeah, but that that was the American side. That was not the culture that they had come from. So overall, one of the best you've ever read, huh, baby? I mean, it was very enjoyable. Maybe it was the contrast between this and Anna Karenina, but I it wasn't was... the contrast in the skin color. N- we can say no for sure, not. Mm, no. I don't know. I don't know. I guess no. The descriptions of him really threw me off. There's I all think, this. Like... I think obviously you wouldn't explicitly say what is what you really enjoyed because that would diminish 
your enjoyment of said thing. What does that mean? I think if you articulated exactly what you really, what really titillated you about this uh, romance novel, I think it would diminish. It's you just I can't I mean you're not supposed to it's not PC it's not good to like like the fact that this like guy who's like just so bad ends up changing and being just like such a good match for this woman Mm -hmm. and that the woman through her own like awesomeness Mm -hmm. like gets him. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we didn't talk about the fact that he had a child. I did not know how they were going to deal with that, honestly. It was a little much. I, it could have ended without that. But I guess they had to have They him had to. First, they had to have show, him come around. Show how he healed. And, and like how... he was lovable because he couldn't love his child because he right. saw his child the way he saw himself. But then he could love the child, which mm-hmm. meant he could love Jess and love himself. And, you know, you got to be whole. You got to heal to be in these relationships. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yes. I'm sad that you didn't feel the same, but. Oh, I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was great writing and great insight into what women really want in the bedroom. Well, I mean, there's not that different from these other novels that we've read. Oh, it's different. (laughs) Well, again, it's a little more like alpha male. (laughs) Yeah. You think? Than what we have read. Because we've read a lot of more modern ones. Um, Rippling muscles, fights. Well, there was like, huge, wait, we read. Huge King, penises. We read I mean, Kingdom of Dreams, and he was like a fighter, remember? He was like a warrior in Scotland. Mm. And she was like 17. Remember? And he wanted to like hang up his warrior. Um, we ways. read this? Yeah, it was the Judas McNaughty we read. Oh. Yeah. But I guess he was kind of mushy on the inside. He was not really that alpha. No. He was almost like a cinnamon roll in the inside, even though on the outside he looked like he was going right. to be this fierce warrior. Right. In the novel he wasn't. I was thinking you were talking about Outlander. Oh, no. No, we don't even bring that one up. I know. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, in I, it was very enjoyable to me. So I'm glad we read Lord of Scoundrels. I'm glad we did too. So what's for next week? I I just don't know now. I'm like, should we go back to modern or should we read another one of these old ridiculous novels? It's just I mean, tough to decide. I, I want. I really want to get to the bottom of what women really want. So let's keep reading these. This is good. I okay. We're going to read, um, I think it's called The Prize, Julie Garwood. I've seen that name. Yeah, she was. She died recently. She's one of the ones I read first. She's written writing in this same time. Let me just make sure it's called the prize. I mean, we could also have read the secret Julie Garwood. There's like so many Julie Garwoods out there. Hmm. But let me just. Julie Garwood, she's sort of a Nora McNaughty Garwood. They're like, oh, this is in the time of William the Conqueror. Oh, even better. This is like way old. Okay. This might not, I might have been thinking of a different one, but we're going to go with it. Okay. The Secret. Oh, the, the Secret. No, we're, I'm, we're going to go with the prize, but now I want to see oh, the if prize. The Secret was the one I was. Highland Lairds, yeah. 
Highland Lairds. Okay. Yeah, so do you want to read the one from William the Conqueror, or do you want to read the Highland Laird? I would love to see how they're saying that Anything uh, romantic thir- was happening. Thirteenth century <laughs> men were caring about women's orgasms. I can't wait to read how they're gonna. So we're going that. with the prize. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the prize next week. Next week.